And we start with a new staff report that outlines further details about London's planned homelessness hubs as part of the whole of community response. The plan provides details on estimated costs and where the hubs should and should not be located. According to the report and city staff, the 24-7 hubs are estimated to cost $2.7 million to run annually. $2 million will be required to renovate where the first five hubs will be, which will not include Richmond Road, Dundas Place, and Old East Village. In an interview with 980 CFPL, city officials say having a hub does not mean that it will bring harm to the area where the hub will be operating. Rather, it's a recognition that... The, the, those areas in particular, Richmond Road, Dundas Place, and Old East Village, have been impacted by the effects of homelessness more than other areas. Councillors will meet Monday for a special meeting to discuss the plan. Now, there is growing tension between London City Hall and the London Transit Commission. A city committee made up of politicians refused to accept the LTC's annual report to protest the current state of paratransit in the city. In the report, the commission self-evaluated the quality of its services satisfactory. Many councillors disagreed with that and sent the report back in response. London Transit says the pandemic continues to impact their operations. Vehicles they ordered a year ago still have not arrived and they've been hit with staff shortages. The issue now goes to full council next week. Meantime, the Middlesex London Health Unit is facing a cash crunch. The Health Board will meet tonight to discuss an anticipated budget deficit next year and a plan to address it. The plan will include asking the City of London and Middlesex County as two municipal funders for cash in addition to appealing to the province for funding. Exactly how much money is needed is not known. However, a significant shortfall is expected. Funding for health units is currently a 75-25 split split between the province and municipalities. That will shift to 70-30 in 2024. Most recently, London and Middlesex have provided $1.4 million in funding. Speaking of money, the sports betting industry continues to thrive in Ontario, but not nearly as well as online casinos in the province. Yesterday, iGaming Ontario released its report for the first full quarter of the 2023-24 fiscal year, revealing a record total gaming revenue of $545 million. That's compared to $162 million over the same period last year. According to the report, total sports betting wagers for the first three months of 2023 totaled $2 billion, with gaming revenues of $138 million. In April of 2022, Ontario became the first Canadian province to launch an open, regulated iGaming market. Outside of our country, two people were killed in a shooting in New Zealand this morning as the country prepares to kick off the FIFA Women's World Cup. A gunman attacked workers at a construction site in downtown Auckland near hotels where Team Norway and others were staying. The gunman, who had previously worked at the building site, was found dead after a police shootout. One officer and four civilians were injured. New Zealand's Prime Minister said the soccer tournament will go ahead as scheduled. Canada is set to play tonight against Nigeria. That game will be in Australia. And a 19-year-old Londoner is facing multiple charges after police alleged he was caught driving his motorcycle more than 200 kilometers an hour on the 401. Police allege the accused was weaving through traffic on the westbound 401 near Lawrence Road in West Elgin around 2.40 Tuesday afternoon. The driver was arrested about 40 minutes later in Chatham-Kent. He's charged with multiple offenses, including dangerous operation, using a plate not authorized for a vehicle, and not currently having a validated permit. 
Checking out the price of gas. It'll be more expensive to fill up this morning. Gas rose by four cents overnight with many stations charging $1.63.9 for a liter of regular. That's slightly more expensive than last month, but lower than where we were at this time last year. Cheaper gas can be found at the Costco's where you will pay $1.51.9 for a liter of regular. In sports, the Toronto Blue Jays lost their second game in a row. They lost 2-0 to the San Diego Padres. Manny Machado drove in both runs for the Padres. Blue Jays look to avoid the sweep this afternoon. You can hear the game on 980 CFBL starting at 1 o'clock. In the IBL, the Welland Jackfish beat the London Majors 12-5. Lost drops the Majors to 8-14 on the season. And the FIFA Women's World Cup kicks off today in New Zealand. The tournament is the largest Women's World Cup ever and the first in the Southern Hemisphere. Each participating player in the World Cup is guaranteed at least $30,000 U.S. Canada will play its first game against Nigeria tonight at 10.30. Checking out what happened on this day in history, in 1576, English explorer Martin Frobisher discovered the bay off Baffin Island that now bears his name. However, he thought it was a passage dividing America from Asia. In 1814, eight U.S. citizens were hanged as spies in Ancaster, Ontario. In 1859, in the first baseball game for which admission was charged, 1,500 people paid 50 cents each to see New York play Brooklyn. In 1871, British Columbia became Canada's sixth province. Gold rushes of 1858 and 1860 had brought thousands of settlers to B.C., but the colony was always on the verge of bankruptcy. One condition for joining Canada was the building of the Canadian Pacific Railway within 10 years. In 1919, mountain climber Sir Edmund Hillary was born in Auckland, New Zealand. In 1944, a bombing attempt to assassinate Adolf Hitler failed as the last remnants of the German opposition sought to overthrow the Nazis. In 1963, northern North America experienced a total eclipse of the sun. In 1969, Apollo 11 astronauts Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin became the first men to set foot on the moon. Armstrong stepped onto the lunar surface at 10.56 p.m. Eastern Time and proclaimed, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. In 1976, the Viking 1 space robot made the first landing on Mars. It sent back the first pictures ever taken on the planet's surface. In 1984, reigning Miss America Vanessa Williams was asked by pageant officials to resign because of nude photos of her that appeared in Penthouse magazine. She gave up her title three days later. In 1986, Bobby Rahal won Toronto's first major auto race, the Molson Indy. In 1996, Wayne Gretzky joined the New York Rangers. He would play for them until his retirement in, in 1999. On this day in 2005, Bill C-38 was given royal assent making Canada the fourth country in the world to legally allow same-sex couples to marry. In 2012, a gunman opened fire inside a crowded movie theater in Aurora, Colorado, during a midnight showing of The Dark Knight Rises, killing 12 people and wounding 58 others. And on this day in 2021, Jeff Bezos made it into space, riding his own company's rocket. It was Blue Origin's first flight with people on board. Happy birthday to Nicole, who turns 39 today. Happy birthday to Mary from your husband, Gordon. And happy birthday to Doris Shoebottom, who turns 99 years young today. 
You share a birthday with Carlos Santana, who turns 76. Sandra O oh is 52. Hockey Hall of Fame center Peter Forsberg turns 50. And Giselle Bunchen is 43. If you'd like to celebrate a birthday, anniversary, or a milestone, send me an email at devin at 980cfpl.ca.